Hey folks, this is my conversation with Andrea and Dylan of Everything Plus, a folk duo who's been playing laid-back acoustic pop songs for a while now, and just released their debut CD. It's an interview about their formal musical backgrounds, in which I complain about French horns, sorry, about how they've expanded to a four-piece, about the record fitting into the music scene, and a lot more. And lucky you, this is the first episode in a while that doesn't start off with an ad, but if you feel like advertising on the podcast, basically the reason I do ads in the first place is A, to put a little bit of money in my pocket to help pay for the incidentals of running the show, and also to help promote local artists, which is the goal of the whole podcast in general, and making it affordable for them to get their show or their album or their venue or their record label or whatever else into the ears of a dedicated audience of Winnipeg and Manitoba music fans. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm in uh, a bookstore again. I usually say I'm in the coffee shop or a food court or whatever, but this is kind of a different spot. I've only done one podcast in this exact table, and that was like three years ago. So, so right. this may be a spot for now. It's much quieter, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's nice to be surrounded by books instead of coffee machines and stuff. So yeah, this is my favorite bookstore. I'm here. All it's the a nice time. bookstore. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. So I'm here with. Uh, I guess the two original members, right, of yeah. Everything Plus. Yeah. And I hadn't heard of you at all, really. And no offense, <laughs> no, 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 uh, so until you messaged me about something uh, podcast-related. And uh, you obviously been around for a while. I mean, the, the CD itself on the cover there just says "Established 2014." So there's. Um, this is your first release. Yeah, actually, the title is a little bit misleading. Okay. Established 2014, uh, because we only really started the band Everything Plus in like I guess 2018 2018, okay. 2018. Okay. so we've only really been around for a year um, but we started we became friends in 2014 okay, okay. so yeah, yeah, we yeah. met in our first year of university and we were just like kind of like insta, insta best friends okay. and so it was like we started we were playing music together we would just do covers and post them on YouTube so we kind of like friendship established nice. in 2014 so it's a little misleading it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of like everything Everything since 2014 has led, led up to this. Okay, yeah, sure, CD, sure. So. That makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was reading on uh, one of your bios that, that you were both music students, right? Mm-hmm. And so how did you, I mean, obviously being music students, you can be, be into any kind of music you want, but yeah. most people I know I've talked to on this show and elsewhere who have been to music school are either jazz musicians or they're doing something like classical related. From what I've heard, you're doing folk music. So yeah. how, how does that how does the, the formal education translate to doing something that is often played with people with no education whatsoever? I mean, not to say the folk is simple, because it can definitely be complex, but, you know, when you hear music student, there's, I think there's a stereotype, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, I've, um, I've, I've always been playing in bands. I liked to, like, I, in, in my own musicality, I saw it as an opportunity to, like, expand your her your horizons okay. you know don't just uh, uh, sit in a practice room playing Mozart all day yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know maybe learn guitar as well say yes to opportunities learn new things and yeah, then yeah. my my career path has just kind of gone into like there's two streams there's like the <laughs> my like classical or- organ playing and okay. then like playing with vocal bands and I will have them both so and yeah they do and they do complement each other a lot. Sure, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've li- always found that as like a fun fact about our band. It's like, yeah, we hang out and we play guitars together, but uh, you know, he's a professional organist and I am a French horn player. Yeah, yeah, so. which maybe is unexpected when you hear that. <laughs> unexpected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've loved singing ever since I was a little kid and I always thought if I went to university for music, I would go as a singer. Okay. And then I was looking into it and they were like, hey, we'll pay you to come here and be a French horn player or you can pay to be a soprano. And I was like, that's well, a really French easy decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess I'll be a French horn player. Yeah. And that kind of took off. There's a lot of opportunities for French horn players. And so... Well, I imagine it's a fairly um, uncommon instrument for people to play, unless you're going to that formal route, right? Yeah. yeah. Can, yeah. I, can I make it, I mean no offense by this whatsoever, but French horns, I've had arguments with people about French horns because, <laughs> and this might piss you off, but um, I've always found the French horn in a pop music context to be like, it's not, it, it, oh, it yeah, rarely exists, yeah. and just it seems don't. like the one brass instrument that's kind of left out, I mean you have saxophones everywhere, you got trumpets, mm. trombones, in soul music, and reggae, and, yeah. and, and you know, rock, and everything, but for some reason the French horn, it just seems like... And I think this started because someone I know was playing it, and I was like, oh, that's a crappy horn. What kind of bad are you going to start with the French horn, right? Yeah. But, I mean, they were doing it in a orchestral kind of sense, sure. so that, they were like, oh, it's perfect. But mm-hmm. to me, I'm thinking, okay, you know, the Memphis horns has saxophones, trumpet, yeah. trombone. Every band I listen to with a horn section is going to have everything but the French horn. Yeah, it's very mellow. It's super so mellow, it doesn't yeah, really, yeah. it doesn't really lend itself to hype in the same no, way. No, it doesn't, yeah. I think it's very, it's very dramatic and very mellow. It's like a big movie score thing like totally. all of your favorite themes like Star Wars Star Trek Superman yeah, is, yeah. is the French horn yeah, yeah. and so sometimes you just uh, you can't be two things I'm actually playing the French horn and trombone in this folk show that I'm doing okay. in March so cool. it, it has its places but yeah no it doesn't belong in a <laughs> doesn't belong specific. in a jazz yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's not any jazz group mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. is there I mean this is due to my ignorance of the French horn because, like I said, it's a crappy <laughs> horn in my, you know, the way mm-hmm. my brain works. Uh, obviously, it's not. But like, is, is there a potential to use it in other contexts that just maybe it hasn't been popularly used in? Or I don't think we've ever thought about that actually. actually. Yeah. I just don't meet a lot of French horn players, you know. So. It's true, and I feel like that's kind of common too. Is that you know nobody. Oh my buddy plays the trumpet. Let's have a trumpet on our totally. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you don't have. Oh my buddy plays the French horn. Like in the '90s, I was in the ska band that had a five-piece horn section. Definitely yeah. not a French horn. You know, we had everything else. Yeah. 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 Part of that is that it's like I play I play trumpet and trombone also. Okay. Okay. And so you got some real horns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so much harder to articulate on the French horn. Like, you have to put in five times the work to get the same amount of bite oh, really? that okay. you would get on a trombone for the French horn because it faces the other way. Oh yeah. And you've got your hand in the bell. Yeah, yeah, sure. So there's a lot less cut to it. And so when you're looking for, so to fit it with everything else is a lot, it's a lot more work to put forward. So, I mean, I think it would be cool to do so. I've thought about putting some brass stuff into our songs, um, but I think I would want like kind of like a more full sound, like add in trombone and horn together. And it would be a really cool sound, kind of like a background texturing stuff. But um, especially since like with our degrees we know so many really talented really cool classical it, yeah. musicians yeah. it would be cool to get them in on a, an album for this we really just for this like most recent one we put out we just wanted it to be pretty pretty like it's just me me and dylan on the album we like recorded the whole thing in a day pretty much nice. actually one 14 hour day one 14 hour <laughs> nice. day it was like very we wanted to just be like raw and okay. yeah, yeah exposed i guess but I think our next, like, uh, we already have plans for, like, what, our next release, and I think that that would be way more involved in hoping to, like, 
get a lot of like more people okay. into it. And the, the, the newly added members. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now how many are you? Four? Or? Four. Okay. So what instruments are they playing, the other two? Uh, mostly bass and drums. We, before, like, he would play bass or I would play bass, and, like, we aren't bass players. Sure, sure. We aren't drummers. Uh, no, we are no, not percussionists no. at all. <laughs> and so we were started, sort of kind of thinking about We We talked about it a few times, and nobody came up. And then my friend Paul Clausen, we were just, uh, we were doing a clinic together, and I was driving him, and he says, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, how's your band going? You ever, um... Uh, need a drummer and I was like actually yeah. <laughs> we do need a drummer and then like literally like five days later we were having brunch with Sammy and his wife and he was like you know I want to get back into the music scene do you guys need a like a bass and we were like actually <laughs> That's really cool. yeah, yeah. so it kind of we went from being two to four in like, in a, like week. a week yeah, okay okay awesome. yeah. have you had to do a lot of tinkering with the songs as they are on the record to sort of add those people or are they just sort of adding their own stuff to the established songs like if you had to yeah. change the sound a lot at all other than obviously mm -hmm. just being louder and more we've been trying really hard to um keep the same mood on the ep like we mm -hmm. had we had our ep release show at the daughter yeah uh, about a month ago and um yeah. um there are there is a little bit of percussion there is there is a lot of bass we layered instruments so yeah. so Amy fit in very easily but we were trying to like rain Paul in, in a little in, bit in a bit yeah, just yeah. to like so that when we played the EP and then they heard it they wouldn't be like where's the yeah drums? where's all that stuff so I think um, but um, moving forward from this EP like Andrea said I be believe we're going to make things more make make things more involved and more hype really give each member their own okay. sound and voice cool driving in your car a little drunk windows down singing loud to songs that we both know I look at you and I know that I could drown in your eyes, your eyes, fingers tangled in my hair, kisses soft and Falling and not 
I mean, I hate asking this question because, but what would you, how would you just define the sound on here? Because it, to me, it, from what I've heard, it sounds like a folk record, and yeah. I mean, there's acoustic guitars. There's, there's, yeah. there's, you know, but it, do you consider it folk, or is there something else you would sort of classify it as if you had to? Or yeah, I kind of, when people ask, I kind of put it in the folk pop okay. kind yeah, of genre because sure. maybe it's more folk than pop. But I think that moving forward will be more pop than folk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but. It's it's always like what genre is this? Like, if they like your album, what other artists would they I, like? I know it's you have so to ask hard. that because right? everyone likes to file everything. They compartmentalize yeah. everything. Mm. But are there certain artists that, that you both sort of agree on? You know, as listeners, <laughs> that, that that would maybe point to what this is like. Or? We have real opposites. It's actually really <laughs> funny because like a lot of the times. He'll say like, "Oh, you have to listen to this album. It's so good." And yeah. I'll listen to the album, and I'll be like, "I really like this song. I actually hate this song." <laughs> and he'll be like, "Oh, that's the exact opposite of me. I love the song sure. you hate, and I hate the song that you love." So we'll often like the same albums, the same styles of music, and then have completely different tastes on the on on a more specific on the songs. Level. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe a better way to approach that question is then, <laughs> uh, aside from you know, obviously the the, the training you both have from music school, like what type of music are you into as, as music fans? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I also play in a pop punk band. <laughs> <laughs> what, what band. What band is that? Uh, they're called Brooklyn Park. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been around Seen for the a, name, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been around for a little yeah, longer. Yeah, a lot of show. Yeah, and I've, I've, like, I've played some pop acts. I'm playing with uh, Outlearn Music right now, and I've played for Olivia Lenny. Okay. So, um, yeah, pop and, like, a bit of the heavier stuff I'm into mm -hmm. as well. So, okay, and sure. then you... Yeah, I listen to a lot of pop music and like some kind of like pop folk stuff too. Like, okay. and more, I'm trying to get into more chill indie stuff too because there's just, there's so much, there's so much cool music out there. And it's I kind too of much like, almost, it's just ridiculous. Almost yeah. too much, I know. When people listen to my stuff, I'm like, thank you for choosing my music to be out the one thing that you could have yeah. 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 chosen. But uh, 
Well, I, as far as pop, I mean, that's such a nebulous term because it covers such a huge. Yeah. Do you mean like the really glossy pop stuff or like? Um, well, like, we both love we we both love pop stores like Taylor Swift. We've done so many Taylor Swift covers and like yeah, I know there's a lot of pop covers on your yeah. Yeah, we love doing that. We did Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. So fun. Yeah. So we do a lot of like mainstream stuff like that. I think when you when people come to a show, it's nice for them to listen to a few songs that they've heard on the radio sure, that they just sure. know. And we love to do yeah. them. Well, especially if they're new to you, right? I mean, yeah. they're not going to know your songs yet because you just exactly. put this out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We like really take a different take on it. Like we all have acoustic instruments. Sure. So it yeah, sounds so it's different. Fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I also I love listening to Hosier. If I could write like oh. him, okay. he's so good. And like uh, Love and Lord, we listen to a lot when she okay. put out Melodrama. That was like a Oh, yeah. Really big deal for us. Um, so kind of just more, I don't know, a wide range of pop, but I've also, you know, listened to local people like Two Crows for Comfort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've gained a lot of inspiration awesome. from them. And uh, Six Foot Citrus, we've yeah. done a lot of shows yes. with them. They're so cool. such sweet boys. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> sweet boys. <laughs> um, so I kind of just like whatever pops up. I was listening to Julia Michaels last night. It's kind of whatever comes up on my radar. Mm. I'm always listening for song ideas, though. Okay. Do you find that a lot of the stuff you listen to seeps its way into the songs you do, or is it more something you recognize and maybe wouldn't be as obvious to the regular listener, the average listener? Yeah, I, I try. I, yeah. Like, if I hear something that I like, I'll, I'll listen to the song over and over again until I can pinpoint why I like it, okay. what I like about it, and how I can employ that in, in a song myself without being a total copycat. Yeah. Um, you know oh, I really like the jump they made in those vocals. How can I do that and make it my thing? I really like that chord progression. Okay, okay. I'm going to slow it down and figure out what that chord progression is, put it in a different key, see if I can use that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's Which kinda, I think is what everyone does, but you're almost yeah. going at it more methodically because you, actually, you know the parts that you want to do, right? Yeah. Usually someone will be like, oh, this kind of sounds cool. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah. 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 Which I guess is that the tra formal training helps with that, right? Because you know what the elements yeah, of the song are. You know what to listen for. You're yeah. able to pick apart the music in your head. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very like analytical approach, definitely. Does that follow through to the songwriting as well? Like, are you planning out the songs in sort of a formal way, or is it more just kind of how it spontaneously comes out? They kind of just happen. Yeah, and, and Andrea's more the writer, okay. and then she she presented to me, and I kind of take the role as the arranger. Okay, yeah, he okay. glosses um, them up. Yeah, I like I like, <laughs> I like dealing good. with I like dealing with instrumentation mm -hmm. and like. Creating the right sounds for a certain style, okay. whereas Andrea is a very creative, lyrical person, and you write the, the hard, stru the hard <laughs> structure of everything. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll write. I'll write all the lyrics. Usually, I I write down lyrics whenever they pop into my head. So I've got like a little notebook that okay. I carry around all the time. And if I have an idea, I write it down in kind of like a, I guess like kind of like poetry. Sure. And then. Um, when I have more time to just sit, I'll look, I'll flip through until I find something that catches my attention and then I'll sit down with the guitar, sometimes the piano, whatever I feel like it goes with and I'll kind of like start to elaborate on it and usually I'll write uh, like verse, chorus and maybe another verse and then I usually step back for a few days and then I come back to it and finish it. Oh, so cool. most okay. of our songs are written in two shots and then once it's done, I'll take it to Dylan and say, I can't play the guitar very well. Can you make this sound like someone who can play the guitar wrote <laughs> right, it? Right, right. <laughs> uh, so then we kind of like, and I'll get things from him like, oh, it would be really cool if we did this instead. And we like tweak little things and we kind of do the fine tuning and the streamlining, yeah. which is um, 
and then we'll and and then we're kind of like taking it to the full band and having like okay we want this kind of drum thing oh, and cool, okay. oh what about this and and they kind of get refined step by step yeah so how do you know when it's finished <laughs> is there like when you start to vibe you yeah when you just yeah. feel it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you just feel those good vibes and you just jam on that's cool <laughs> for me like at the first stage i know it's done when i like get it stuck in my head and okay, I can't so sure. I want to just pick up my guitar and play it again and again and again because I'm just like so excited that it like feels really good to play it feels really good to sing and I know that like I gotta hit save on that part right. and when I can play through the whole song and feel good about the whole thing then I'm like okay it's ready to ready to take to the next step okay, well based on that is there ever a point where the songs don't feel good anymore like when you played it so many times <laughs> that you, you you feel like you need to move on to something else yeah. or do they are they always still like is everything on yeah. this record still feel fresh to you guys like are you still um, there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it on here, okay. and mm -hmm. I'd say that's more of the stuff that, that, yeah, that that's more of the stuff we played for a while. We felt good about it for for a couple months, and yeah. then we said, actually, this is this isn't what we want to be. And then eventually, after working at it for a, 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 yeah, like a, a, about a year, about we a year, figured out um, what. We just kind of figured out what we mm -hmm. didn't stop to like, if that okay. makes sense. Sure, yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. said, yeah. like, the this stuff, is who we want to be. The stuff we were still playing at every show, like, oh, yeah, let's do that one, let's do that one, let's do that one. It was like, okay, this is obviously a good enough song that we aren't sick of it. Sure. A year later, you know, it, it can go on the album. Um, like, there's especially, like, probably, like, the first five or six songs that I wrote. <laughs> no we don't play anymore, you know. Yeah. But I only started writing a year and a half ago, and I think the fact that I even, you know, put out anything that is mm -hmm. album worthy, it was really, really cool for me. I never yeah. thought that I'd be able to do that. So it was, it's cool how much better I've gotten even in just in the last year. Just from repeated. Just doing yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. keep writing stuff. Yeah. 
like in the, in the you know, like you said, it's been about a year and a half, but do you feel like you've sort of established a... Because Winnipeg's music scene is so... It's so big and there's so mm-hmm. many bands, but yeah. within that kind of bigger umbrella, there's all these little sub scenes and yeah. little, like, you know, do, do you feel like you found a spot where you fit? Or is that still We're getting up in the there. air? We're working on it, We're getting, I think, yeah. There. Yeah, we have a couple bands, a couple people we, we were starting to always come to be like, sure. hey, you want to do a show or do you want to come out yeah. to this thing? And yeah, yeah. We're, we're slowly getting there. Yeah, like definitely the networking with uh, me not really like even knowing about the scene until we started being a part of it and then him being more in the pop punk yeah, yeah. Uh, circles. Which is a pretty big... It's, 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 it's a lot bigger than people realize. Totally, yeah. 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 yeah, so just trying to get into that because I feel like we're not full folk too so we don't really jive with the like bluesy because well, Winnipeg, ha- like Winnipeg has that, that, that yeah. roots thing, right? I mean, it's so huge yeah, here. The times change, crowd stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, just like finding, finding our people. We're always, always down to do shows with people and see if our groups are, are a good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of like singer-songwriter groups. Too. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel that the fact that you don't really know where you fit, do you think that, that almost helps though? Because you have, you're kind of not mm-hmm. stuck within a certain yeah. thing. I mean, you, you yeah, can go play drifting. with whoever, right? Like, it's fun because you just fun. keep trying new things and say, let's experiment, let's do a show with blank yeah. and see how it goes and it's exciting it's yeah. fresh yeah. well because a lot of those pop punk bands for example they play with the same five bands every night you know it's yeah, yeah. yeah. the only thing that changes <laughs> the order they go on stage right yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah which which is great for fans of that those bands because they can but it's, yeah mm-hmm. I mean you kind of isolate yourself right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no it's cool it's cool so how has the reception been to this CD so far uh, it's been a little bit slow but also you know we kind of let it we released it pretty quietly yeah um, it was like a crazy, crazy time getting it released, and we're all busy with work and finishing up school and stuff. Um, so it was a little bit quiet, but I, I kind of liked that for it. I feel like it's a little bit of like a quiet album. Um, well, like musically and, musically, <laughs> and the way it was released, and emotionally, it's like it's sure, a very soft sure. album. So I think it kind of fit very well. Um, but we had like lots of people come out to the release, and that was so nice uh, to just like have that support. Yeah, and. Um, Having people like you know that I know from across the country, like oh, I listen to your EP. Yeah, yeah, it's sure, really yeah. cool. So it's just been, I think, like at this point, like any attention that the album gets, like I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to like put out my music and have people listen to it. Yeah, it's just really cool and have the CDs. Like yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, what a dream. I mean, well, it's CD interesting with my you face say, on it. Yeah, it's cool. I drew, I drew on a drawing of your face. <laughs> yeah, and I I did that too. Oh, nice, I designed nice. the whole album. It's based on a real picture too. Okay. Yeah, we cool, took that picture cool. and I traced it. I designed the whole thing, the whole back, and cool. all the words. It's been like so it's a full full on DIY operation. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was really so. It was really cool to just like hold it in my hands and like I made yeah, this yeah totally yeah yeah or I we l- made this yeah I like the I, I like the idea of soft-spoken pop because pop is so loud yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and you're talking about all these all these references to like you know big pop stars and stuff and that music is just so in your face and loud and yeah. the idea of doing that in a soft-spoken way is kind of cool because yeah. Yeah, I think it's I like uh, that a lot yeah. <laughs> I think that's your how you should describe yourself soft-spoken pop <laughs> I like that <laughs> we're gonna use that yeah. Yeah, use <laughs> well, I didn't come up with it you came up with it <laughs> when you were explaining yeah, but, I guess that's true. Yeah. So if, if someone hasn't heard of you before and is listening to the show and hearing you for the first time, what's the best way to find out more about what you're doing as far as shows or where to get the CD? And... 
Uh, yeah, we've got an Instagram account at everything underscore plus underscore. Okay. And then we've got a website, everythingplus.ca. Super proud of that. We bought the domain like, yeah, yeah, right on. Oh, like a month ago and not having it be like a great big long yeah, domain sure, name. Sure. It was just like, you I could tell people, just go to this site, learn all about us. Um, trying to set up like online orders of our CDs and we've got t-shirts t-shirts with the same okay. um, same design or, yeah. yeah same design and we've got stickers with the sunflower on it oh, cool. to people listening the album has like us as like kind of a minimalist and then surrounded by sunflowers because yeah. it's my favorite flower okay okay <laughs> and uh, so we got stickers and uh, mostly we've just been selling them at shows yeah and uh, I'm trying to set it up so that we have an online store. It's uh, we've got the music going. video too. Yeah, I saw oh, yeah, that. Yeah, got yeah, the music yeah. Video. Yeah. But right now, shows are the best way to get a, a physical copy. Oh, yeah, yeah right? shows are, and like, I mean, like, DM me and I'll, yeah. I'll come drop one off. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Set it up the trunk of your car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you're if you're in in Winnipeg or surrounding areas, I'll, I'll drive to your cool. house. Cool. In the non creepiest way. <laughs> yeah. I'll drive to your house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Needed a public location, like a bookstore. Yeah, or, or a bookstore, that. yeah. Or, or I won't drive to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fans. Um, but is this available on all the streaming services and stuff too? Yeah, yep. Apple okay. Music and Spotify. Cool. And like everything, Deezer. like Deezer, Pandora. <laughs> well, the ones that someone uses somewhere. Napster. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Napster. Which is crazy. Amazon still Music. Still yeah, like exists. everything. I think so. Napster, in some form. <laughs> I think it's like some weird. Uh, pay pay thing now. It's not it's, the old okay. school now. We're definitely on it because it was one of the things I checked off when Amazing. we did the. Well, MySpace still exists somehow too. Which I don't know. Seriously? I don't know oh who's using that anymore. But yeah, so all these weird legacy social <laughs> media. Me yeah. on MySpace yeah. <laughs> to get my CD. I've actually had bands message me and they've like, can you can I be on your show? And I'm yeah, send me some music. And they've sent me MySpace page. That's how I realized oh God, it was still exactly around. That's so, oh, that's so <laughs> retro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that vintage. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, yeah, but we've got Facebook, um, we got a YouTube account where you can, not all of the songs on the EP, but I think a good half of the songs on the EP are up there, plus some live stuff and some covers. Yeah, you got some cover videos on your Facebook page. Yeah, too. some mm-hmm. home studio stuff we did, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and we're looking to put up more videos this year too.
Have you found that side of things? Like, how have you found the challenge of sort of, because it's all DIY, right? Putting yeah. yourself out there, because that's that's a thing that you know a lot of bands, a lot of bands have done forever. But it, it's very different now because you're in control of all of that, and I mean, you don't, you don't yeah. have to have a manager, you don't have to have an agent, you, you're doing everything, right? You don't have to have a designer yeah. for the album. It's all, you can record in your basement, whatever, right? Like, have you mm -hmm. found that easy easy to sort of get a handle on, or uh, some things easier and harder than other things? Um, this. At our, our, our EP was actually recorded by our friend Ian Ingram, who yeah. is at uh, Mosma, yeah, right? He, he was okay, a, cool, cool. He was a student at, at, at Mosma. Yeah. And um, he got an internship there for the summer right after he graduated with honors. And so he, he was just basically telling people, like, hey, I'm like here all, all, all day. Do you want to come nice. record, record stuff? stuff? And I was like, yes. <laughs> That's super he's convenient. A, yeah. He's actually the front man at Brooklyn Park. Okay, the, okay. Well, that, that, that helps, right? That so, yeah, 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 it does. It, it, it's it's the, 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 uh, D, the DIY stuff is definitely easier the more people you know. Yeah. <laughs> sure it is, yeah. yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. help you with things. Definitely, so, yeah. 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 Yeah, and so that was, so actually the recording of that was pretty easy. And when we recorded our first single, we did that with Alan Penner with Timberland. Uh, studio and 
I just really liked his Instagram account. Okay. So I was like, I messaged him. I was like, hey, we got to record a single. Yeah. He but was, that's cool that you can do that now, right? You have yeah. access to everybody. Yeah. And you can just be like, hey, I want to do this with you. Yeah, and so now maybe it'll got, work, maybe it won't. Right? Yeah, yeah, we've got that connection with him, which is really nice. And, He's uh, got a beautiful studio. Yeah, cool. we had a lot of fun recording with him. Um, and so, like, I've actually found, like, the recording to be one of the easier parts. And then the actual, like planning shows is like also like pretty receptive like it's uh as long as you can get everybody on stage at yeah. the same time yeah. uh there's like really cool venues and uh mm -hmm. and but then it's like trying to grow your social media is like almost a part-time job totally yeah uh, well there just, are people who do that as a job i mean that's yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and so like both of us being so busy you know like i'm i'm a substitute teacher okay. <laughs> and then i'm also doing like french horn stuff yeah and you're working at long quaid and doing guitar, piano, organ stuff. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so busy. Yeah. And so every every second I have, I try to like go on Instagram, like people's pages yeah. back, follow them back, yeah. post a new picture. Like, oh gosh, we had rehearsal, but we didn't take a picture. We got to take a picture so yeah. that we can post a picture. <laughs> and so just like keeping on top of all that stuff, um, especially now is like festival application totally, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So try to like make sure that we look like really active and super involved is yeah. like, whew, it's like hard to make it's hard to like put forward that persona like you are active and involved but then also like taking the extra work to show sure, that all totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> really which is hard. a thing now right i mean it's, it's, it's a mm -hmm. weird thing that people care about your numbers and all that stuff like mm. uh, i've also yeah. had people kind of ask to be on the podcast and they're like i have this many whatever followers <laughs> and i was just like i don't care, you don't care about <laughs> that? Yeah. Yeah. i'm actually gonna go to the guy who has five followers because the music seems more interesting but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah. Yeah. but there's, that's a thing right you have to like how you have to be your own marketers and stuff now, which yeah. is it's very yeah. different. Yeah. I applied to a festival that was like, you had to fill out a form and it was like Facebook followers, Instagram yeah, followers, yeah, yeah. Spotify followers. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, some of these numbers are okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that sometimes I get a little bit obsessed with the numbers part of it. And you have to think that like, yeah, but these are like real, like if you real think like, beings, yeah. oh, like 500 followers, followers isn't really a lot. But like, if you think like, if you think of 500 people standing that's in a, a room people. watching your Instagram post, like, that's a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. They, they all took the time to hit the follow button and, so, like, look through your post. Totally. And if, mm -hmm. I mean, if that many people have listened to your album, that's awesome, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, that, you know, maybe it's not as huge as someone else, but yeah. 500 people is 500 people. 500 or whatever. People whatever. Lot, 10 yeah. people is 10 yeah. people, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, done like even that. 10 people listening to the album, like, I was, like, so, so thankful. And I've got, we've got, like, a lot of... Um, like my family is like really really involved cool. and like his family's really involved and I know that we've got like a lot of fans in like kind of the like non-Spotify yeah, generation yeah, yeah, totally, that yeah, are yeah. you know listening my mom says like oh I listen to your CD every day in the car and I'm yeah. like oh mom <laughs> <laughs> but like you know those are those are a lot of like listens that yeah. aren't, aren't that going are being into registered. the, Tot into totally, the yeah. like mm -hmm. digital sphere yeah um but I mean, and that's not what it's about. You know, I think if, if nobody listened to this album, I'd still be really happy with it because it was something that we both really loved to yeah. put together. We had so much fun recording it. We had so much fun writing it. We've had so much fun doing shows. Like, we played a show at Le Garage that was like, I think it was like Long Weekend or something. And yeah. there was nobody. Was I think there was two people in the place. And we had a blast and a half. It was, it was so, so fun. fun. We played uh, the opening artists and us. We just played, played for, for each other. Each each other and it was a really enjoyable experience it's like i like tv yeah, yeah. So that can almost be better when you have no one there because <laughs> yeah, we kind of mess yeah. around a little bit yeah, you, you feel like the tension's gone right you can just yeah. do what you want and, and it, sometimes it sounds yeah yeah, yeah it was like it's a big jam almost, session yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that was with uh was that the one with brandon yeah with brandon post oh cool so he's fun. been on this show too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, um, faded oak faded from oak, montreal yeah, yeah. 
do you have any time. shows coming up in the near future? We want to plan something for April, but we okay. haven't really gotten onto it. Yeah, I'm I'm doing something with uh, a group that's working with Prairie Theatre Exchange. So oh, cool. I've got like eight shows a week for most of March. Is that French horn shows? Or? Yeah, yeah cool. I'm playing French horn and trombone. So it doesn't leave a lot of room, and he's really busy yeah. too. It doesn't leave room for much rehearsing or much playing. So yeah. we're hoping to really kick it up in the spring and summer. And uh, last summer we did a ton of gigs. I think we did five gigs in June, and he was like, like Dylan was like, don't do that to me again. That was terrible. <laughs> he was so like, bad. I hate yeah. you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so now we know that five gigs that in a month too much, is yeah. too yeah. many gigs. Yeah. He's like, like, I literally am going to die. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm really sorry. Um, so now we know. Um, so I'll try to spread them out this summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I think that like, especially in Winnipeg, nobody wants to leave when it's, you know, like this out. Totally. totally. Um, I don't want to leave when it's like this out. I was just telling Dylan I didn't leave the house for like four days. Yeah, it I sucks. Just, Unless you have to go somewhere. It's, yeah. yeah. I was like, or I could just stay home. So I don't blame people for not coming out for winter concerts, but, uh, you know, spring and summer, I feel like Winnipeg really comes alive. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So definitely, like, I think, I'm thinking April, May, we'll do a big show. Cool. Um, but it's it's in the works. We've got some ideas for who we want to yeah. play with. Um, and then, like, kind of like a big debut of all of our... It'll give us a few months to put together some new songs. Yeah, and really yeah. like with the full band. With the full band, because I think that you know a lot of people saw them at the album release, but they were doing a lot of like they were doing some backup singing. We had yeah. Paul, the drummer, playing like keys, which was awesome and super helpful. Mm. But probably not what he wanted to be doing. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. it'd be nice to like showcase because they're both incredible musicians, and we were definitely having them play pretty like small roles. So it'd be nice to have them. More really show off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. They are very, very, very good musicians. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, people should check out the record. They should uh, watch your social media for mm -hmm. upcoming shows. I mean, the yeah, good definitely. thing about it being a podcast is it exists forever. So, yes. I mean, you know, someone could hear this six months from now, and by then you could have a whole bunch of new stuff happening. Right? So, shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, if you want to hear more episodes of the show, you can go to wishpolice.com. All 450 whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming and you can also tune in on Sundays at midnight on 101.5 UMFM and those are older episodes that get kind of a boost a few months after they come out as a podcast okay, so cool. I mean it's what the end of January now might not be doing the spring or even the summer that this airs but if someone okay, happens cool. to be listening at the primo time of midnight on a Sunday <laughs> and they hear <laughs> it they could just go right out and look you up and maybe maybe order the CD or something right so by then yeah. you could have your online thing set up and yeah yeah sweet definitely right thanks for listening yeah thanks for, thanks for meeting me at this uh, bookstore this is <laughs> a lot of fun thank you cool Senses. You're playing games, my expenses. 
Are soft. 